Hey, welcome to Friends for Friends. This week, we're introducing Jack Nelms. Oh. You already, did you do that ahead of time? Does this song sound familiar? So, song sounds familiar a little bit. What's going on, Jack? Dude, how are you, sir? <laughs> do you like these shades I'm wearing? <laughs> for people who don't know. <laughs> I, I wish we were on YouTube so people can see these. Yeah, those are some freaking gnarly shades. Um, dude, I'm good. I'm glad to be on your podcast finally. <laughs> I'm a, glad you're on, man. It's been a minute, you know. Uh, how are we feeling today? Dude, I'm good. Um Good vibes, good Sunday vibes. Yeah. The the wedding, the wedding this weekend for our boy mm-hmm. uh was good. Shout out to Brandon Keevney. Brandon Keevney getting married. Randy T. Freaking dog. <laughs> um Yeah, man. I I was looking forward to this weekend a lot because you know how I'm up in my D-Town area uh-huh. in Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, and I was curious. I was like, I just want, I mean, I don't know if I've hung out with a lot of Austin guys in a minute. So I was like curious. I was like, I want to see where everybody is like in life right now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was, I, I don't know. I got to see that. And like some of it's been like a lot of our friends have got some good things going on, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's wild. You yourself, my friend. <laughs> so, Everyone is making their way post grad. It's been pretty great to dude, watch. It's wild. It's, you know, largely a lot of the reason I want to do this project and this. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Keep everybody up to date <sighs> with what's going on. Well, so uh, the way I like to start a lot of these now is um, you get 30 seconds to talk about your life from birth till now. Well, uh, <laughs> quick short summary. Okay. Uh, and then I just have a few questions for you, but, um, go ahead and you can start with that. Um, that's like an elevator pitch of sorts. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Give me your elevator pitch real quick. Well, I don't want your corporate job. I'm going to put these shades on. Corporate guy. (laughs) All right. Well, born and raised in the good old Dallas, Texas, uh, a fifth generation. I'll mention that for Kurt's sake. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, man. I mean, I grew up, Lake Highlands is a pretty close-knit community. Like, it's got, it's a neat community. It's got, like, a lot of good families living there, but it's also so close-knit that, like, if something goes on in the community, like, there's drama talked about it by, like, parents and stuff. 20 seconds left. Oh, is it really that short? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I grew up Lake Highlands, uh, Went to school to UT, met my boys there, mm. um, studied finance. Mm. Mm. Not my calling. My calling uh, in my blood is the music production scene, um, which I actually do have weird, like, relative blood in it in a way. Mm. I don't know the total history behind it, but. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing now, man, in Thank Dallas. Being, a, being an entrepreneur of sorts. sorts uh, for context, uh, this is injury. This yeah. is this is the I N D R I. The I N D R. It's hard to pronounce. I don't even know if I pronounce it correctly. Uh, yeah, the author, writer, producer of the intro and outro <laughs> song for this yeah. podcast. The second song I've ever made. So the man behind the who knows? Mirror. Yeah, hopefully it sounds of quality. I don't know what you'd say for artist. Uh, so, <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll uh. I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm dying to know what your guilty pleasure song or artist is. Um, can one I... that you're just embarrassed to admit that you like. <laughs> Lord, Lord, I, I love Lord. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, oh Lord, what a no, question. no. Dude, uh, I mean, Lord, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she's like girly, but dude, she freaking slays. She like she's like dark music kind of. Right? I like, like her. Well. A lot of her, like her, one of her like early albums was like about like, like not falling the mainstream. I feel like even though she like became mainstream, <laughs> I don't know. It was a super. I mean, she she's like Taylor Swift's like partner in crime, or was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, dude, her. No, I really actually don't know what you mean. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Huh? Okay. So, Lord, you know, like Lord got her start from like Taylor Swift, actually. Do you kind of uh, really? know that? Yeah. Uh-uh, no. Yeah. Taylor Swift like propelled her to like be who she was and she was freaking killing it like back. I don't know how long, like maybe like 2013. Um, dude, I, I think she's got such a great tone in her voice and her proje- production. Whoever's behind her production, it's like so catchy. Who's your, what's your favorite song by her? Honestly, um, there's a song called Love Club. <coughs> That's like on a deluxe album. Love Club? Yeah. Oh, I, it's freaking it. awesome! It's just I, that might not be my favorite, honestly. I might like. I always get her and Lana Del Rey confused. Oh, okay. So I liked <laughs> Lana Del Rey for a little bit, but then I realized she's kind of dramatic, and for lack of, well, I'm not all though. No, nah, man, she's the c. <laughs> nah, she's total. She's the total c word. I'll uh, be honest. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> like she's she kind of so much for family friendly on this. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of. She is like very drama queen. Interesting. It's okay. weird. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at yeah. all. Oh, interesting. Yeah, at least. All right. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Jack Nelms, DJ Chad, another no. nickname of yours. <laughs> uh, injury, loving the Lord, the artist. That yeah. Is. <laughs> B- both both lords out there, you know, as well as uh, God of the Universe. <laughs> um, all right, man. So I've got five questions for you five hot questions okay um fire that i feel like are you know a good frame at least set up for you to kind of just give a good uh depiction of what your state of life is today okay Uh, all right (laughs) september 15th 2019 oh it is okay um oh yeah so first question is um what's great about being your friend uh like me to my friends yeah like, like what do you what do you feel like is great oh, to man. your other friends about what do they benefit from being your friend and don't hold back yeah i you know i i always i'm a big self-reflector these days like mm-hmm. i always like to take like night notes on especially like big nights like last night i always take night notes on just lots of stuff um i don't know so i think i definitely think i'm kind of an outlandish character and like sometimes I can be a braggart in the best way possible um I think one of my best skills to my friends is my trans like my transparency about my own life and like I love just talking about like walking like I guess like walking through life like as a post-grad adult but like before that, like in college, I would love I loved our 
I guess, late night talks where we would always always mosey in at like 2 a.m. and just talk about whatever, which it usually, I think it usually evolved around like probably girls back then. Honestly, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, girls, girls, are always in girls the like pursuits of like just careers back then, but nowadays yeah. that conversation's more shifted to like, like relationships, like meaningful relationships amongst friends and also like future yeah. wives slash girlfriends. Um, also, I love talking about like mental mental approach and like social psychology. And just like how to help, like live to the best of your ability. I think that's my best quality to my friends. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, for for me, just like as a person, I've like I've come to realize like I always feel like I'm never a part of like a friend group. Like, mm. which it's it might seem weird that I think that, but like I also think that's one of my best abilities because I like to kind of just bounce around different friend groups and like that's not to say that you don't see friend groups you just don't see yourself as right i've deeply never involved in this I've never, one versus that one. right kind of, okay. i've never viewed myself as like a I part of a clique or like a specific group like i can come join in like this group over here what about sigap man right well i mean so like <laughs> okay well i mean i had a, like my fraternity group right and like uh, a, yeah. but then i had like my greenhouse boys no, no, yeah, and then i hung sure. out with some bucks guys and then you had the guys who weren't in a fraternity I mean, I think that's, I like, coming from, like, Highlands, I, there was, like, junior high, it was the first time I realized, like, there's cliques in, like, friend groups. Yeah. And that's actually how Bonham and I became good friends, because we both were like, like, what the hell? Like, what is this weird f- clique group? Because these guys would just, they would just follow this one guy, like, the the hell and back, and you're like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. like kind of have, like, a little more, like, I guess independent thinking, but I mean that's that's a very that's a very specific example. But that, that from maybe just from that initial like when you like first get into like a big social scene of uh, like kids from different schools, I mm-hmm. think maybe that is translated to me now to where I'm always like always felt like I'm probably I'm like an independent person and never necessarily belong to a specific friend group, even though I have multiple friend groups. Right? Does that make sense? No. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I'm not. Obviously, I'm in part of friend groups, but right. it's not like a specific one. Right. So there's not like a primary identity that you carry. Yeah. That you know. Yeah. To a friend group. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be my answer for that. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, my man. Um, no, I mean you definitely don't see you know barriers like that. Um, I feel like you definitely are a social kind of chameleon, more or less, or so. Yeah. You just blend in very well with. Well, I different groups and different types of people, which is awesome. Makes you a really well-rounded person. I think, I mean, like post-grad, especially I've observed that it's like, wow, like I really just got to go. I'll like know one person in a group and I'll just meet a bunch of random new people. And you're just like, it's a lot of times it's uncomfortable. And like, there's definitely been times where you're just like standing in the corner by yourself, (laughs) but there's also been times. Why are you here? Uh, I know Dave. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, that's my buddy Brad. Like, I used to work with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, recently, like, man, like, I've found, like, a squad. Like, dudes, yeah. so, like, you're like, wow, like, I haven't hung out with these guys in a while, but, like, I know, like, they've got the same fundamental principles of, like, what I believe. Yeah. And they still like to have fun. And, like, like you, you can see, like, wow, like, I could see some of these guys getting my back. Yeah. So, um, what, what I also like about you, though, is that you don't, you know, you don't need that 
fundamental set of similar beliefs or traits in order mm-hmm. to be friends with someone you've always been able to be friends with yeah you know well that people was... of all different you know beliefs or systems or whatever yeah and like different types of people you know so yeah that i'd is... also say that you know that's that's a good quality of of yours that used to be one of my weaknesses too i mean like you look back at me when, like 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 uh like, like early sophomore. college yeah early college okay. early college i mean like because okay, yeah. i was like plugged i got like plugged into like being a frat kid and a little bit oh yeah you were big on yeah <laughs> yeah no you know what i mean i mean that sig up joke in the beginning and that, that actually <laughs> that actually was a, a yeah it's true i mean <laughs> I've, I've recognized that like junior year more towards the end you're an se oh I can't yeah be your friend well like yeah and then you're like what a, you like you've like you don't realize like you can miss out on some really cool people yeah and that's that's a hard thing they like that that was a hard lesson to like overcome but like i'm getting better and i think i've gotten better over the years so yeah oh for sure yeah you know (laughs) all right well uh second question is uh and answer this however you see fit best um you first one answer what are you doing like right now just in life okay yeah um what i'm doing is so the simple answer is it's like music production, trying to be an artist, like making a song, putting it out on a platform for people to listen to. Um, that's a simple answer because that's kind of what it gets at. And then you have like a part-time job on the side because you got to make money. Insurance. You've got to survive. Yeah. It's a rough world out there still, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, there's a really, the like, it's hard to like really say what like the big picture is, but the big picture that maybe b- might be less known is that like I really do b- strongly believe in like trying to put my footprint slash thumbprint like on the world and being able to bring a new genre, a new fresh genre of an already existing music genre that, in my opinion, is really became mundane and mm. basic and um maybe recycled a lot of sounds and hmm. chords and you can see that in movies too there's a lot of recycled yes. well, kind of films and stuff these days too tons so, I mean, yeah. yeah which is probably why i became a more harsh film critic actually <laughs> but yeah the bigger picture is like if i can get on stage and i always jot down a lot of weird crazy ideas for like if i could perform which I will ideally get to that stage soon, sooner than later. You have performed. In the past, well, I have. I cool. actually have. But yeah. Yeah. That, that cool experience. <laughs> um, but the goal is like to give people an experience where they're just like, whoa. It's not just like that's a catchy song. Like you incite like emotion and like in a way can ingrain a memory to when if they listen to that song again, they're like, whoa, like. That was like Summer's that song at that or festival like, or concert. Yeah. It reminds me I was hanging out with like this girl or like I was super down and I got elated. Mm-hmm. So there's it's really it's more I'm trying to it's trying to be like a combo of an art piece in a way, which sounds ra- crazy, mm-hmm. but it's like I have a vision of like bringing this crazy concert experience with like like live dancers. <laughs> sounds wild, <laughs> right? Live dancers sounds like fire festival. Yeah, <laughs> live dancers like visuals that all it tells a flow story. It's not uh-huh. like this song transitioned to this song. No, it's gonna take you from like 
a sunrise to a sunset in a way, and mm. you're going to go like on a journey. Cool. That's Every song I make generally is trying to portray a story in some sense. That would be cool. So you're, you're not just <laughs> saying like your music. Like it, would, it would have to really involve visuals. Right. In order to like, like get a, the full experience of your music, and a, and that's that's like so my musical weaknesses is like I don't play an instrument right, like yeah. I can't right. like go ham on the piano. Right. I can play chords, right. but like I can't be like yeah. freaking Scott Joplin or whatever. You're just kind of there. pressing some buttons. Yes, <laughs> which yeah. yeah, it gets bad rap because, I mean, it's it's not DJing is not the hard thing about it. It's yeah. the production behind it. Yeah. But at the same time, when you produce music the way I do, you can learn to be more performance based with that stuff. So yeah. you can like press a button that makes a sound and like turn a knob and create like a low pass filter effect. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, totally. Yeah. I love the Well, it's just like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite effect. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> Get in the call. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a big vision it's it's the whole it's like it's a hard thing to execute but you kind of have to do it small steps at a time you can't just all jump in and you got to get the foundations of like right. the foundations are like production skills right now mm-hmm. um and slowly organically you build like a team about you that wants to help you mm. which i've found and so that's a hard thing to do because you can't really do this whole endeavor on your own. Mm-hmm. And like you, so there's like friends support, which are like there to encourage you to give you real feedback for sure. But like kind of going back into one of my old things, like saying like, I was like very like honed into being a frat kid. And like, that was my crew. And then learning the lesson, like, wow, like I actually do like, I've been missing out on some awesome relationships. Uh, an easy example Shout out to Pierce and Daniels, man, like living in Dallas and like getting to hang with him. Cause him and I, we weren't super great friends back in the day, like in college, uh-huh. but getting to know him and realizing the man's got like a musical ear and then having him give me, I, I sent him a song. He gave me real feedback. That was actually like, you could tell like, yeah, like I listened to your song and here's the, what you need to do to make it better. Cool. And it was like, like critical advice. Critical. Yeah. It wasn't blown smoke up my ass, you know, which is good. Like helpful and encouraging. Yeah. No, like you want to, you want to hear like real feedback like that. It's necessary. And so, yeah, I mean it, it, you know, if I hadn't, if I still maintain like a pretty exclusive, like, so what's the best criticism that he gave you? Oh, it's hard to look back on it, man. But one of the, I think one of the things that stood out the most was like being a unique sound Hmm. and like trying to stand out. And like, instead of trying to cater towards a mainstream sound, you really like, really just try this new sound on your own, Hmm. which you have to find the blend, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't just go all super experimental. That's a what you can. It's just a lot longer road, and sometimes more often than not, that doesn't work out. So you have to find the blend. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, and he he had better words to describe that clearly, but it was it was some. I mean, I took it to heart. I was like, yeah, yeah. you're oh, yeah. right. Like, I'm gonna listen to you because I respect your music knowledge. You know, so yeah. To put it in short, the whole yeah, producing music and building up a team an organic team that will like help me get this journey going and successful. 
yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and other than that, you know, just always in Dallas, always trying to make new friends, trying to get my mojo back always. out there, meeting some girls, but that's not as serious as... Always girls. <laughs> yeah, and that's not as serious as uh, the, like, music endeavor, so... Cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what else What else are you doing? Um, so I guess, wait, you just go day-to-day real quick, like, you know, kind of what, what else you're doing. Well, then. most of it consists of, if I have a day off from my part-time job, it's, like, trying to produce music and, like, mixing and mastering it or, like, designing, like, sometimes, like, designing, like, album artwork. Cool. Where are you getting a lot? Where are you pulling a lot of like your inspiration for different sounds currently? Oh, (laughs) well, I mean, everybody knows I love Odessa, Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, they are like one of my favorite artists, Mm -hmm. and I I love their sound. Um, at the same time though, I'm pulling a ton of influence from some random like M83 a lot. Hmm. I love M83. Um, recently, man, like a guy named El Bujo, super obscure yeah, artist. He ha- he uses a lot of so he he's a British guy, makes Latin house and uses a lot of flutes, hmm. which I think is really neat. Um, I mean, I have a ton. Ooh. A guy named Fortet, British guy, Fortet. experimental music, <laughs> kind of falls in the same category as like he's kind of the same experimental group as like Animal Collective. Oh, Which I don't nice. listen to as much as Animal Collective. I like Fortet a lot. He's he's got some crazy stuff. Cool. Um, What's your uh, part time job? Part time job, Lululemon, my man. Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting those discounts. Yeah, it's it's a funny sounding gig, but it's a sweet gig. What have you liked the most about it? What have you disliked the most about um, it? The best part about it is you get back into like a more structured work role on days off from music and you like actually make money yeah, <laughs> and actually another your eyes that lit up when you yeah. said actually <laughs> yeah um nice to have a paycheck <laughs> it's also nice to like that culture encourages like healthy living and i've like stepped up my For healthy sure. living a lot um started to do yoga i do a little bit sorry of yoga. i'm getting ahead of my just, no no you're what, you're, you're you know. doing. <laughs> this is not what I know what you've been well doing. you've been what doing else? a little bit of yoga <laughs> Uh, I've dabbled. I've I've dabbled quite a bit. Oh, it's I'm terrible at it, but I love it at the same time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, another favorite thing I love about it is getting to talk to people, and just like, in a way, observing interactions from that, and like learning how to build your character to be a more confident person. Because it's it's crazy to project like, and you're you're like still serving their needs. But you, you come and you, you meet people who are super nice and like confident, happy people. And you're like, heck yeah. Like, I would love to model my personality off of those people too. Hmm. And then you meet people who come in and they're like, they try to act like they're all alpha over you and they are just so insecure looking. And you're just, you just smile at them and it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> come on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's also just nice to like, converse because i'm a big believer and i've like i know sometimes like i have like just good random conversations with random people and like it's more in depth than like oh what you looking for today it's like oh yeah like i'm a producer blah 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 and like you can cater on more conversation than that yeah so it's also it's a way of thinking you know it's like for sure 
you get to talk to them and you you get to express like thoughts in your head. So oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's one of the better things of it is like you get to talk to people. And that's cool. least favorite part about it? Least favorite part about it? Um <laughs> you I mean that it's the same thing. It's like if you sometimes you get in there and it's like monotonous tasks and it's hustling. And the shittiest thing probably, excuse my language. I don't <laughs> We're gonna get banned by like a podcast site, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Just have to mark this episode E. Yeah. Uh, it's like having that sacrificing the self image of like working in retail, mm. and because I mean, like I'm a smart kid. I went to UT, studied yeah. finance, mm-hmm. and like I did okay. Like I got yeah. a job out of college that paid well, um, and I like was living in uptown, like a nice place, and so I was comfortable, but. At the same, so like I've sacrificed that, and you go in there, and it's Dallas, so there's a lot of pretentious customers sometimes. Mm. Um, I'll be yeah, and I mean, like that's a, it's it's one of the, that's one of the biggest leaps, like is like sacrificing that self-image and people thinking like that, like you're like a lesser being in a way, like not as educated, like not as fortunate, mm-hmm. when in fact you're working on. A crazy ambitious passion, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna immediately convey that. You can't convey that to people, like right. r- from brief interactions. Unless Only you're your true the guy that's constantly justifying what they're doing, right? Which would mean I'm insecure, you know? though, right? So, right. Like, exactly, I feel no need to tell these people, but at the same time, I do because it's like you just see them yeah. view as like this retail employee, right? Ha- so, has this changed how you've like interacted with other people? Like, oh, you never know someone, really. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I've definitely became way more humble in my interactions and, like, less, like, yeah, I wasn't a big frat back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, I went to a great university. I was a business kid. Uh, Absolutely. You definitely... I mean, a lot of a lot of it has translated to, like, social scene going out. Yeah. Because, like, Dallas is a city where people will drop occupations to, like incite interest Mm -hmm. from like from girls i mean it absolutely is it's just kind of which is probably not a good thing um dude i think it's super honorable and someone in your position for them i think one of the most important things crucial things i guess that we can give up in this day and age like is our image and like you sacrificing that it sucks uh, in order to (laughs) pursue this dream i mean it's really you know honorable and so you kind of just stay true who you are and yeah it's i like how you're not trying to justify constantly (laughs) like well i'm i'm here but 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 i'm but i'm trying to do that like yeah you're not well that's always i felt that urge recently though like especially since i've taken this leap it's like you actually can feel that urge and you it's like because i mean you're like from what i i grew up in like in like institutions to push me towards like like traditional viewpoints in society, meaning like, yeah, you went to college, like got a degree, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you give that up, it's like, wow, like I did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to like people to know that, but mm-hmm. like, it's just a weird dichotomy. It's hard to explain. Like sure. once you kind of just get out there and like, you're like, you're in a crowded Especially, it, a lot of the angst comes, like, when you go out in social scenes or, like, at the Lululemon site. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think about this when I'm at my, like, computer working on music. Um, right. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, that's one of the toughest, toughest things about, I guess, entrepreneurialism, mm-hmm. if 
I guess I'm in that category is like start from the bottom. You literally start from the bottom. <laughs> so um, yeah. So third question, which you kind of already have answered, but if you just want to expand a little bit yeah. on, yeah, uh, what do you want? Um, I'm not after the money, hmm. but like you want at the same time you want to be popular enough, which in a in a way money would come with that, right? Right. The goal is is to reach like millions of listeners that and giving and be able to play like in a a live setting. I know some people might not call my music live, but in a way it's a performance based setting. Right. And inciting that storytelling experience through the song and bringing kind of like an making it an emotional roller coaster in like the best way. So like telling a story. It's like a movie yeah. through sound without like like a movie in the background, you know. That would be pretty cool. It's hard to do, but like, and a, a lot of you can you can really like. So one of my approaches, you can definitely like tell a story easier with like spoken words. But like, I think it's interesting to vocal sample and do that through drums and mm. like harmony and chords, which it's hard to do. So you don't really want uh, many lyrics in your songs. Well. It's not, I'm not trying to be a pop artist, hmm. you know, um, I'm trying to be like an electronica artist mm-hmm. slash indie EDM. There's all, I don't even, sometimes I don't even know what genre I am. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you, I've just, it's more of like the style of music. I, it's not, I don't want it to be radio songs, right. which some people are like, well, how are you going to make money at it? <laughs> well, you can. Cause it's like, that's the best thing about like the modern music is like there's so many crazy new subgenres that are popping out right. and like getting lots of niche listeners you know what i mean so it's finding a popular niche and making it the biggest thing possible is like what i want um and that's like the main thing the second thing is like that i want is obviously to have like a solidified friend group that's a community which i have but like we always want to expand it and right. like talk about like life and like approaches to like mental health and you know all that jazz and getting to like just hang out with people and be socially interactive with each other um and at the same time yeah. there's also like yeah would love to have a girlfriend <laughs> you know but at the same time like what i'm doing right now it's hard to approach that scene it's like more so your like solo focus is on like the whole music production and like your girlfriend right now is your yeah in a way (laughs) but i mean girls are great like you're we're genetically like inclined to always want to have it right (laughs) yeah i mean like that's clearly you clearly like clearly want to get like married later on in life like and have a soulmate so for sure that's a hard thing. That's been another hard thing to like balance with this whole music giving up your self image thing is like you've got to find the really the right one to like understand your pursuit and vision and actually know you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of just revolves around those three things. Uh, the best part about this question for you, the what do you want, is that you are actively like working towards that. You know, yeah, it's a it's a unique journey compared to a lot of friends. You know, with stable jobs or 
you know, yeah. trying to build their career. They want what they're doing right now to get to a certain point later. Yeah. Um, which is kind of what you're doing, but it's just a little bit more radical, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just not traditionally wired for yeah. some reason, but the best thing that which I, make, which is great. That's what yeah. makes you, you, you yeah, know? absolutely. You want something you need. You don't want just, you hated the nine to five yeah. job, <laughs> you know, like you really hated you it. like, you kind of like crave yeah. the traditional lifestyle when you like look at others, but then in my gut, like I wholeheartedly know, like, wow, like where I am right now in life is literally where I'm supposed to be. Like I'm yeah. in the right place. I know that for a fact. It's awesome. So I'm really glad you have that. At least yeah. Right that, that, some, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that sucks it's, when you're questioning, am I supposed to be where I'm at right now? It's just mm-hmm. really, you know, right. So that's, I'm glad you yeah. got there right now. Yeah, man. Um, uh, so moving on to the next one is one of my favorite questions. Um, I love to kind oh. of ask this. And I believe that it changes a lot more than what people kind of tend to answer this question as, but okay, <laughs> uh, who influences you the most? And I'm going to ask for five specific names. Oh, God. That, 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 <laughs> and the question is really, who influences you the most like today, like right now? Like right now and, in my yeah. life. Okay. Yeah, and, and if you want, I also give the option to you know, replace one name with family you know, or one name yeah. with parents or something. So, um, okay. That's a hard question. You've got a big decision or something to make <laughs> and you go to these five people, that kind of yeah. scenario. Um, okay. So a first, and there's not like a particular order in this. The first name that comes to mind. Well, okay. The first for current times, the first name that comes into mind because of Dallas. The first two names is Jordan Bernstein, Brandon Keaveney, absolutely. Mm. Um they're in def- they're in different walks of life than me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, now they're both married. They are both married. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> understand me so well and like get me and I love talking with life about those like with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, they're truly special. And yeah. like it's crazy, like, how fortunate that has worked out in Dallas. And, like, even though they're not, like, going to go out with me on weekends or whatever, it's, mm-hmm. like, still some of the most impactful people. Um, number three, which can be kind of laughed at, is Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And no, it's actually so true. I know. It <laughs> the is. The number of times <laughs> where you've been like, oh, well, Rogan thinks this yeah. or that. And I'm like. It's wild. And. I love his approach to just living or living and like thinking and bringing on. I love it when he brings on like scientists or like politicians or like psychologists or just randomly fascinating people on his podcast to talk about like their craft or like their approaches to everything. Um, I like the like intellectual aspect of it because it like, you just get to hear, like, you want to necessarily go search, like, California Game Warden. Like, you want to go search that in your free time. Like, he just brings you, like, an interesting person to hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, absolutely. Definitely, Joe. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're in the list. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, as, one, as my best friend, you know, like, it's just important that I have, like, a community with you and, like, I've known you forever, and, like, we're a little too butt buddies sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 
we've been through a lot and yeah. so like it's clear to me that a like, lot of similar experiences which is absolutely great. Yeah. i mean you're doing a podcast i'm doing music it's, you're it's creative podcast um yeah so, you know. <laughs> exactly it's creative go. approaches and you're clearly transparent yourself you know and like mm-hmm. I you're doubt. literally on my podcast i am every every episode <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess <laughs> yeah i mean as of like one of my closest friends like i clearly value your opinion everything so yeah the fifth name not yours yeah thank you the fifth name man ah that's a tough one and i i, I love my family is it, is it grayson little Grayson. no i love my family but you know your nephew just for context for my family's know. great and they support me but at the same time it's like i'm also on a very radical uh life journey you're living differently than them very differently my family's pretty traditional so i don't want to necessarily say they're a big influence on me right now i i i mean i don't i mean maybe the fifth name recently is like david goggins i love david goggins i'm reading i'm reading one of his books and you do you know who he is Mm -mm. okay no i was nodding to be polite yeah (laughs) dude he he's an ex-navy seal ultra marathon runner and i brought this up a lot but he you are super influenced by the navy seals i love it yeah yeah you always i couldn't be one but good god navy (laughs) their mind their like mindsets to approaches are so applicable to everything yeah um which is why a lot of them are so successful now because when they break out of like not being in like there's like a big fear of like navy the navy seal community is like you're kind of supposed to be quiet about like what you went through but Mm -hmm. some have like came out to like bestow like the wisdom that Navy SEALs have, and they've been super successful because it's yeah. like it's literally they're the best military unit in the world, right? And you have to have like intelligence to be in that position. Yeah. So David Goggins, like the modern day like superheroes. I mean, they like, literally, like, literally are. <laughs> literally, <yeah. laughs> they're crazy. David Goggins, ex Navy SEAL, had a rough life, became an ultra marathon runner. Like one of the craziest stories I heard, I read about him is he. He like did buds three different times, which oh is gosh. like the weed out process, like the hell week. He did yeah, it three it's times. A, it's a week long, there's no sleep, right? Yeah, I mean, they get like an average of like of six hikes. hours of like or something like that. Um, but yeah, man, he the third time they're like, "Look, this is your last time to try out on buds. Like, you've got to make it." And so he had injuries. He taped his shins every day. He'd wake up earlier than everybody and taped his shins. So he could complete the task, and he did it. He literally—he was running on like broken shins in a way, and insane. completed it. Um, but then he—the crazy story I was getting to is that, you know, Operation Red Wing, where like uh, Marcus Luttrell, oh yeah, the yeah. lone survivor yep. story that had just happened, and so he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go run this race in honor of those guys," and it was like a hundred—you had to run like a hundred something miles in like less than twenty-four hours. He had no preparation God, for it, dude. and he did it. He he did it just like on the whim, so without far. any preparation. It's so far, I love running, and I cannot imagine. <laughs> his his I like cannot imagine his feet were broken. He pooped himself, and he was pissing blood. He had like kidney failure, and so he's he's just got the craziest like mentality to like just push through anything, and so. Because the crazy part about that is not just like it's an hour of hell. It is like <laughs> it's twenty four hours. hours. 
I cannot imagine. And like they're not running the entire time. Like they're run, walk, brief rest, but like it's Oh yeah, that's un- easy then. Yeah, we could do yeah. it. <laughs> it's unreal, man. It's just as long as you you do it under 24 hours, is that what it is? Yeah, you it's have just, to it's... Yeah, and it was like a qualifier for another crazier like 130 mile oh race gosh, that dude. like went through the desert and he did that too. <laughs> he's he's a wild man, dude, and he's it one of his sayings he's like it's not it's not like the most christianly christian accurate like portrayal but he's like i he's like he says like he truly believes this he's like it's like when i go to heaven like god will be like you did good job you did a great job in life but here's what who you could have been <laughs> and like it's i know it's like radical oh but like god. it's like a crazy intense mentality of just like trying to be the best person possible yeah like on a godlike scale yeah you know what i mean hold yourself to an even higher standard yeah so it's insane. he I, I'll, t- I'll put him as number five because he is He's wild. So, yeah. <laughs> you should look awesome. him up, too. He's yeah. actually pretty interesting. I'm inspired just talking about him. <laughs> I will still not go around 120 miles. Oh, man. But... Dude, you do already run a lot, though. I, As I said, I love running. You've you done know? a marathon. I've, I've done a marathon, but like, yeah. ooh, 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 like compared to 120 miles, it's, like that's how? just and, and I barely got through that marathon. The reason I want to yeah. do another marathon is just to try yeah. to make up for my slack in the last one of like walking. Yeah, <laughs> like there was like some parts where I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, like, granted, I dealt with like a, a an injury, like, but it's, I was still just like, this is not at all what I expected at like mile 20, having like. <laughs> cramps experiencing what like oh, like yeah. quad cramps are like you know for the first time ever and being like whoa yeah. whoa like staggering my legs yeah. and people are like are you okay i'm like nope nope <laughs> <laughs> what you-, you need some pickle juice that was like me last yeah, weekend probably uh, pickle juice. Cho- yeah, flat yoga man it was terrible no. i got my butt i like had to sit down for like most well, it's of the it. balancing with yoga that's so the hard part. I mean, just, why is it so like, hard now take your left toe and raise it above like your forehead and then like yeah and then you get in there backwards like do elephant tusk roll and you're like, what? <laughs> you get in they there. didn't even do those like, why is it called an elephant <laughs> tusk roll or something like uh, you get in there and they're like uh they're like i want you to whatever you brought in today want you yeah. to let it go just, when and you like, exhale my, exhale all that of the anxiety <laughs> and energy and stress into the room and you're like all together oh man my legs are cramping and these girls are killing it over here and i'm yeah i just sweat it out like a shower and <laughs> Dude, the sweat is so real it's so bad i bet you're actually pretty good i'm very sweaty i bet you're pretty i'm good, good. at sweating that's yeah. what i've, I've known <laughs> you're probably like, pretty good Every time they do, uh, what is it, Downward Dog, I suddenly just have all this sweat just go right over my face. And it's just like, oh, no. I'm like drinking my own sweat the whole time. It's wild. All Damn. right. Well, the, the fifth and last question is, is the most philosophical question. Oh, heck yeah. But it's kind of, it's kind of becoming my favorite. Uh, why do you exist? Oh, uh, that's a – yeah, I mean, okay. This might get deep. Yeah, I knew. I knew yeah. this one was probably going to get gonna pretty get deep for deep, you. But I'm all about it. So when I, I mean, like when I, I'm, I'm going to give some context before I answer this question because it's better for me to like think through it. You know, when I graduated, like you, I was like on a pedestal, like 
I had like just kind of gotten out of like a random relationship with a girl that I liked. Um, I had just gotten a dope job. I was making money. And then like I got into it and I, I wasn't around like a big house of guys in greenhouse. And I didn't have that institution that had that like that name behind it to where like it made you appealing, you know. And so I got put out in the real world with all the other people trying to like struggle to the top. And so, I mean, my mind was definitely taken to dark places at this time. It was like I was living with a roommate, like kind of potluck style. He was still all into like going out and like living that life and he had like a good friend group that like moved back to Dallas like I had minimal friends back in Dallas I think JV was literally the only close one I'm trying to think of Pearson lived there but we weren't as close at the time um Keefney wasn't there yet and so my mind was taken to like super dark places because it was like one of the first times like I really like got to experience like what it meant to be lonely and like on your own and so i mean because like as i mentioned i just got out of like this kind of probably more than just like friends with benefits relationship with this girl like Mm -hmm. it was definitely more than that and feeling the repercussions of that and like realizing how hard the world is in like that regard like finding someone that you're compatible with that you can enjoy, you know what I mean? Um, and be intimate with. And then you didn't have your friends, like your community around you. They are all in different cities. Most of y'all are back in You were still in college. <laughs> you were, I was going to say, yeah. like, all this, just I was ignorant. Yeah, so well, much <laughs> yeah. of these feelings for at least another year. Yeah, and I, I, I wholly hardly believe everybody probably goes through this same process. But anyway, this is mine. So... I mean, my mind was dark places, man. Like you, like you contemplate like like living existence, and like you're not like gonna be. I'm not. I wasn't suicidal, but it's just like like what the hell? Like what is living? Well, you go from like you know the highest of highs of, of right. just being with this beautiful community of uh-huh. people with responsibility without a lot of consequences. You know, it's like we do have to go to study and school and all these, but we have these great friends that mm-hmm. we're always encouraged by and. We love being around. Like it is very possible to have fun post grad, mm-hmm. but fun in the ways it's just, like a lot more carefree in college. You go from that living with all these yeah. great people, um, in the schedule that you have. Uh, even if you are putting forty hours a week into college, yeah. like the schedule is really nice to where you can kind of up and do stuff. You go from this great, awesome world, and mm-hmm. then suddenly just to kind of this it's like fake set, world. <laughs> mundane lifestyle. Yeah, uh, that transition is just stark just stark yeah. contrast and it's just crazy to you know yeah. try to flip-flop over so the i mean the transition i'm i will say is like oh boo-hoo like you yeah. have to now suddenly like work and yeah just, like i'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna be super like you know pity towards them but i think it's just we put ourselves into this hole yeah by creating this awesome fake world yeah. you know that we love uh and even if it's not super selfish a lot of us yeah. are you know involved in ministries or you know organizations helping out other people mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. still have all these great community that you lose and that's it's what you're wild. saying is you didn't have greenhouse you didn't have all these i guys. didn't have them suddenly and that community's gone you don't realize how valuable it was until it's like not there you know? don't know what you got till it's gone yeah man i mean <laughs> it was 
it's like you got it i ex i so i was like intellectually trying to explore the dark the darker feelings of like hmm. being a human because like i was like you know what like i kind of need to own this in a way and like it's not voluntary it's happening so i've got to i mean like you i i felt like a I was like the loser. I felt like I was like the like biggest loser in the world for sure. Um, and like you go into work and like you do this super mundane, monotonous task that's not really intrinsically giving you any value. It's like making a company money or like helping out this like mm -hmm. trading entity or something like make money. And you're like, it's like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this? Um, Who yeah, conned I mean, me into doing this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was wild time. So, yeah. After yeah, it's tough to see no direct benefit to your actions. You know, it's like I studied really hard and I got a really good grade <laughs> on this test. Yeah. Yay for me! And you're like, I worked really hard, and at the job that my pay is going to be consistent, and I made mm -hmm. the company more money. Mm -hmm. Yay for the company. Yeah. <laughs> like you know your career and all that. But anyways, sorry. Yeah. No. I mean, it was. I mean, and like you. There's still like hints of like these like dark feelings like like I still clearly explore, but like to an extent, like that time out of post grad, it was like all right, like let's think about this like living, and so a lot of like that is like okay, if I am only on here here on Earth for a certain amount of time, and like in my heart I know I go to the best place, it's like why not try to be the best possible which is a little reminiscent of what i just said about david goggins but try to be the best possible human i can be and that doesn't mean i get everything at the same time but i need to start building the foundations of being a confident like individual who is like diligent and works hard um and so i mean through my job i started with the job and I worked hard at my job and like became I mean it's not like a hard job anybody could do it but I became one of the best analysts on the floor you know cuz I like I just was diligent about my work I didn't like leave things hanging out for the weekends like I made sure stuff got done and right. like I made sure I knew like what I was doing and made sure I knew the processes behind it um so that was kind of like the start of it of like like why I'm here. Um, I'm also, I was also during this time, like trying to explore my mind, which was sometimes aided by substances, <laughs> which I'll say it because I mean, I'm no, in no way like an addict to that stuff, but I did want to explore my brain into a new perspective that is sometimes required from those things. So, I think a big turning point is like I was building up with this idea like I think if I work hard enough at music I think I can do this right mm -hmm. I went I think uh this is gonna sound silly there's been a few moments where like you get more and more confidence to do that endeavor but one of the biggest most recent was ACL <laughs> which is like Classic. okay All this right, guy <laughs> like had a trip, like, saw a crazy concert, like, thinks his life has changed. But the fact that I saw, I saw, I saw Justice, which is, like, mm -hmm. another one of my favorite band's mm -hmm. influences. And they, like, 
that day, pretty weird day. It was just kind of like a weird circumstance day. I, I'll start with this. Not that doesn't mean anything, but it was like I knew this day was going to be wild. I just knew in my gut. When I, Saturday morning, I went like to this like convenient mart. <laughs> and like, I think it was Alec or Grant. I think Alec was there. I don't know why, <laughs> but I love the guy. I like checked out like a soda and like chips and the, the total was three numbers. Guess what three numbers they were like six, 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 six. six, six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The guy at the cash register was like, well, man, I hope you're okay today. And I was like, crap what the heck is gonna happen today uh, i would like to buy this pack of gum as well <laughs> yeah like uh, <laughs> scuffle i was like all right this is gonna be not that i'm like super what's the word skeptical skeptical or no like uh superstitious superstitious yes superstitious. just a little stitious. i was a little stitious <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay something weird's gonna happen uh, um so sure enough i had like done my my substances and was getting amped for justice and I was with a crew and I brushed paths with a girl that I had like uh had relationships relations with like right out of college like when I graduated uh-huh. and it was just weird because it was like that was like one of the girls I actually liked and like clicked with but just like just kind of didn't leave it off well you know what I mean yeah. it's just like Probably should have talked about it, and I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't man up to it. Cross paths with her. When you're on substances and something like that happens, it's like you're like you feel like the worst thing in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like I saw Justice Man, and their their symbol is a cross. Did you know, did you know that? Uh-uh. No, I didn't. And the song Love SOS came on. And it was literally, like, I swear to God, even though I was, you know, hanging out on my substances, <laughs> it was like, holy crap. Like, the song goes, it's like, it's, uh, there's, like, a love emergency. And that's, like, a lyric. And it's, like, it's this cross is flashing and, like, super powerful sound. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to try music. Like, this is huh. weirdly too much of a sign just of all the stuff that's going on that, like, Sure, it could be pure coincidence, but I'm going to view it as a symbol to take that leap. And that was the day I started planning, like, my leaving of the company. So as, huh. as, as, knock as, pe- as knock on as people think about drugs, it's like, to some degree, they actually can have a positive impact. Mm. And I don't condone, like, the use of them still, like, recreationally to, yeah. like, to like go home with a girl or right, like right, right. do crazy stuff, but yeah, it's the resulting it's actions that you know have kind of you know caught me up on a lot of these things. I still mm-hmm. don't know necessarily how I kind of stand on well you know, all these. I'll use also say substances this or whatever, just because. Yeah, I mean, my use of long term use obviously is always like can cause addictions or problems, yeah. you know, issues, changes who you are, all that jazz, but. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get down to the science of just like the, the like one time or minimal use kind of to tap into, you know, yeah, different like another you know, mentality, <laughs> another time travel. Um, <laughs> he's in the porthole again. Um, <laughs> the, uh, all of that, you know, I've, 
you know, still trying to figure out. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously, obviously very science oriented. Yeah. And so I like to figure out, you know, what, you know, if there is a positive use to all this, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, so that's kind of. Well, I'll say this. Out, I mean, when I was using substances in college, like for parties, it was clearly, I look back on it, it was clearly like a form of insecurity to like overcome. Because, like, you get in the zone, and you're like, all right, I'm okay, and you can, like, mojo. And you would, more often than not, like, you would use those substances to, like, spit game and, like, try to close. You <laughs> Always know? about girls. It is. Well, that's it. With drugs, sometimes. But, I mean, I mean, and, like, now, like, you look back at it for ACL, like, that was, that was used to, like, kind of just explore the mind and have a good time. But at the same time, really honestly made it like an epiphany like experience for me to change my life Hmm. in a way which i believe is for the better so that day i started plotting my like escape (laughs) from traditional lifestyle escape (laughs) um yeah and so i quit my that was october and i quit my job at the end of very end of that year of december for quarter end and just started doing it and so some of the most uncomfortable, hardest things that was the beginning of that was telling your parents that and like seeing the disappointment yeah. in their faces just so clear and just knowing like, you know, like they actually don't believe in your Did you tell them before or after you quit? told them after. <laughs> I don't think there's an easier way to go about it, to yeah. be honest, <laughs> before because it before yeah. makes it worse. And they try to talk you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> talk you off the ledge. Like, um, huh? Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, and I, you still, I still have conversations with my parents, like, that are super uncomfortable. I'm sure. Because it's just, it's a pretty hard thing to do. And they, and they just, they care about you. Yeah, they, it's not, you know, it's it, not, yeah, it's, I know. It makes total sense on yeah. many levels. They're trying, they, like, their goal is to make me, like, as, like, kind of, like, live as long as possible and, like, be as fruitful as possible. Right. And the best way they know that is what they've done, right? Right. So I, I get the approach, and I mean, I'm not knocking on it. Um, but yeah, it's hard. And so, yeah, I mean, kind of just going, you know, talk forward with the story. Um, like living, like being existent is what I believe is like, through that music is like my honestly God-given, sounds wild, but God-given purpose right now. You exist like, to make music. To try to change, make people happy. Right. So it's not just to make yeah. music, but it's not it just to, to make music. Like impact people on a deep level that yeah. justice impacted you on, yeah. kind of. If, yeah. And if I can, if I can bring people like a happiness, joy through that and like tell a story and be able to project my own life through those stories, because all clearly my songs are, you know, more often than not like more darker themes that are transition to happier themes usually at the end it's like supposed to be that's kind of the themes of them a lot yeah um if i can do that to the world like that will serve such a great purpose because dude music is it's not like can't really be explained well from what i know by science it's always been around from like the dawn of us existing like as humans as a society it's like there's there's a cool video of this there's like a sand on this square pad and they played a tone and 
each tone was a different complex symmetrical pattern. Hmm. And it was just like, that's like what we're that's hearing. Trippy. We can't see that. <laughs> right. But that's it's cool. There's some weird. Just but so like, you want to be able to see the music. Yeah. If I can. Well, yeah. I mean, there's some weird philosophical thing that music just like speaks to like humans in crazy ways. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm so drawn to it, I guess. It's just like the power of it, like inciting emotions and being able to change like a life and like in a better way is like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I exist. I believe like my existence is based <laughs> upon being able to essentially better off other people. <laughs> I mean, but through your music, through it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and who you are. I mean, we talked about how, what it's like to be a great friend yeah. of yours and yeah. you know, all and those the, benefits. The other aspect, so. it's like also there to like bestow wisdom upon like future, like ideally you want to have kids. So like, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to like get like this crazy foundation to get as much wisdom as young as possible and go through the really shitty things that are risky and like being able to tell like, right answers to those yeah. kids or other young mentees of mine um you know being able to portray like that wisdom because i don't know man i mean you it's like all it's like self selfish in a way but like selfish for the best reasons you know what i mean yeah for sure um so i mean yeah i it's the whole the whole journey of it you have to really at least for like music for me is you actually have to really explore the dark places of life and the really crappy things mm. like having a friend pass away, you know, like being depressed and anxious. They are really all dark things, but at the same time it, it makes you cherish like living and being and being able to work towards something impactful for others. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's given me a lot of clarity. So, like, that's, I mean, so, like, recently, too, it's, like, that whole approach. It's, like, how can I challenge myself to be the best possible person for this endeavor? And you, like, you have to have the real conversations. Not the, you can't lie to yourself. No. Like, you can't lie to yourself, like, about, like, your talent. You can't lie to yourself about, like, how you are perceived in communities amongst your friends, which is hard. Right. But, like, I mean, I've realized, like, where I stand in, like, social realms and, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's hard to, like, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, realize that, like, kind of during the day. That's why I like to take night, note, notes at night when I'm, like, really, it's really on my mind and I can, like, jot it down. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool when your mind is able to, like, flow a lot more freely at night versus, yeah. like, during the day it's just something different about it because well, yeah everything that's happened you get to mull over it it's a really special time and i feel like a lot of people don't tap into as much i think journaling there's a huge value in it yeah that a lot of people don't necessarily see but um i mean yeah i think like nighttime i so it's either morning or night and i'm actually trying to transition to more more being getting up earlier for mornings <laughs> just it's healthier yeah but night both of those times is like the world is like at rest, you know, and like not lots going on. And I like night because it's like you've always been more nocturnal. It's dark. You've always, been, <laughs> you've always you know, stayed up super late. Yeah, dark. Like you don't have the 
I guess, philosophical way of like being seen. And so you can be more like true to yourself. Yeah. Um, so you feel, so in short, yeah. you exist to better others through music. Yeah. That's what I believe. Cool. And, but there's also the aspect I believe to like also better my family, which is like cool. my friends in the future in my current family. Um, just because if I can get that wisdom through such like a, the journey that's like got it's like up the mountain with crazy thorns and rocks versus the journey that is this like paved road, paved road, you know, slight incline. Yeah. Slight mm-hmm. incline, like super cool. Like, but they don't get the view at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so you can, the view at the top where you can see everything. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's probably the best metaphor for it. Um, yeah, I mean, I or that not that they don't see everything, but that they, you know, may not have yeah. the better view or you know get there as quickly or yeah. uh, scars. <laughs> yeah, that are scars especially. Know, yeah, man. I mean, and, I I know where I'm supposed to be right now. So cool. It's weirdly encouraging because like you you feel the rise. You can like you like can feel the rise of your your success mm-hmm. it's just a gut you, feeling you, in your you heart work you are actively working towards where you want to go which mm-hmm. is cool we go over the question of what are you what are you doing and what do you want and then who's influencing you and mm-hmm. all that's working together right now to get from what do you want what are you doing to what do you want and yeah and you're really affirmed in that which is cool and you feel yeah. like that aligns with why you exist yeah and a lot of people don't have that which yeah. is really cool so <laughs> yeah i mean it's awesome man i'm really glad to you know and you guys yeah you just for me, at least, I'm sure it can be achieved other ways, but it's like you really do have to explore the dark places yeah. that happen. They're just kind of necessary. If if they weren't, they wouldn't exist. Well, I, the way <laughs> I see that, at least, is how do you know the good if you don't experience the bad? Right. You know, like that you have to at least have the contrast there to know when things are going super good. Yeah. Um. So, well, we're at about an hour five minutes how are we feeling oh wow really Any, anything to anything to add <laughs> i mean i don't know man i i'll i, I'll, I don't know i'd always like to like reflect it's like kind of just on this weekend i mean i think give like props to my boys out there and girls <laughs> but i i loved i mean great wedding dude the wedding it's it's so refreshing to come to like come into a town that you're familiar with but left behind in some regards and being able to pick up conversations with old friends just like that on the whim, you know. Um, and pick up right where you left off, which is nice. Yeah, and also seeing just, like, a relationship between two just people that, like, you just adore so much and seeing, like, how organic it is and, like, how, like, well they're put together and, like just it's honestly just very it's like the best word is magical as like fruity as that sounds but my god like it's it's like such a just perfect story for like them aligning to be like this awesome couple and so it's super refreshing it's like encouraging because that's like that's what you want like with a relationship or like an ambition and and like Mm -hmm. work you want it to be like natural and organic to a degree yeah um yeah that's what i like about their relationship a lot is that it was very natural organic mm-hmm. and you yeah. know there was a consistent theme from people speaking of you know we all knew you were gonna start dating we were all knew <laughs> you were gonna get married yeah. it was only a matter of time and that's yeah that's a great story you know it's 
It's wild, man. I mean, it was just we've all I've always been waiting for you to freaking start music and <laughs> yeah. It's only a matter of time, so yeah. It's it's a long journey up the road, but I'm definitely not like gonna falter on it, you know. I love it. Yeah. Hell bent on it. Yeah, I'm a man. So <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love where you've been. I yes, love sir. where you're going. Super excited to watch yeah. it unfold. Listen to this and 30 years and, and know that. <laughs> oh, that, that'll be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say? Last, last uh, sentence. Of, what do you have to say to yourself at age 50? Oh, oh man. <laughs> uh, well, I love the quote right now by Henry David Thoreau. I think it's from Walden. It's maybe not, but it's, I hope it's Henry David Thoreau. I think I'm right. The average men lead lives of quiet desperation. And I want to like look back on 50 and be like, did I lead a life of quiet desperation or a life of positivity slash possibility slash purpose? Hmm. Um, yeah, I want to know. I want to like be, I want to know that like, yeah, like I went after it and like tried to do what I wanted to accomplish in life. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Can't wait to watch you uh, accomplish that. <laughs> Thank <Move> you. <laughs> I'm glad we did this too, finally. Yeah, finally. I've been, been, too long. I've been so itching, finally, man. Yeah. I'm like, I got to get on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome on. All right, bro. Love you. Love you too, bro. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I hope you were inspired or entertained by my friend and yours, Jack Nelms. This is Friends for Friends, a time capsule for your thoughts. Our intro and outro song is Practical by Injury. You can easily find them on SoundCloud by searching I-N-D-R-I, Injury. Thanks again for listening, y'all. Catch you on the flippity flop.